Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, merciful Father. Thank you for being my strength. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor, Lord. For the grace, the privilege given to us every day to be here. As we go into the meditation of your word, Lord Jesus, we ask, O Lord, take this stage, Lord, and interpret your word to us afresh in the way we would understand in the name of Jesus. Help us to not just be the hearer of your word, but the doer of it in Jesus' name. And we declare today's session open in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome also today's devotional on Iron Sharpens Iron. Trust our nights was faithful. Today we continue with our reading from the book of Romans, chapter 8. And I read from the New International Version. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do it so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives lives because of righteousness. 11. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh, to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. 
The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and the glory of the children of God. 22. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pain of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves, we have the first fruit of the Spirit, grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans, and he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. 28. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those who foreknow, foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those who he, and those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died. More than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. 
No. In all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any power, 39, which is the last verse, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, my dear brothers and sisters, um, the word God wants us to have today is taken from the book of Isaiah 14. And the Lord is saying to us that, I know your troubles and I pay attention to them. For I am the eternal God, the creator of the hurt. I never get weary or tired and my wisdom cannot be measured. I give strength to those who are weary. But those who trust in me will find nutrient strength. They will be strong like eagles. They will walk and run without getting tired. So what the Lord is asking of you and I today, brothers and sisters, is that we trust in him. He said, trust me with your fears. Trust me with your worries. Trust me with your troubles. And I will renew your strength. So the question to us is, will you trust God with that situation of yours? If your answer is yes, I encourage us today to cast all our cares, desires, our burden on God. Let's cast it at Jesus' feet today. And let's rest in his promises for Jesus cares for us. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless this word to us today in Jesus' name. As the word has come out, may it become life in us in Jesus' name. May it minister life into our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a beautiful day, people, and God bless. See you tomorrow. Bye.